If you're going to sit on the fence, you might as well just say property is not for me. Leave property and do something else. So the big question is this. How are investors like us who weren't born in the silver spoon successfully investing in property to create a passive income and still have a lifestyle now? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. I'm George Markoski and welcome to the Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom through property using the Markoski method. Join us. George Markoski and Belinda Flaherty coming to you live. And um, I just want to have a big welcome to Belinda because Belinda's just come. Thank you. Belinda's come down from Melbourne. Um, from the we call it used to be called the Garden State. Now it's called the Lockdown State. <laughs> so I escaped. That's right. <laughs> so um, there we go. You escaped the Lockdown State, and here you are. If you're if you're there, um, if you're watching us live, we're actually at the moment in Positive Property Club on Facebook. Come and join us there so you can interact because. I'm going to be helping you and talking to you about stuff, but what I'm going to talk about today, just give you a quick summary, is one is why ordinary Australians are going to be compelled to invest in property or watch their savings dwindle. Now, so if you're an ordinary Australian, if you're Australian, living in Australia, you really need to listen to this episode because it's pretty important, right? Because um, seriously, there's a lot of inflation going on at the moment. A lot of people don't understand how inflation works. I'm going to explain that. What I'm going to do also is the $1 million median house price. When is Australia going to hit that hit that record? I'm going to tell you my predictions and other people's predictions. Perfect. Soon, right? That's what we want to hear. Let's. You've always done great predictions, George. So. Look, look um, a lot of people, I've, I've made some big claims, massive claims, and I back them up with stats. Absolutely. And you know what? The thing is, I've been right over and over again. I'm not always right, but when I am... I like to tell people about it. Why not? <laughs> exactly. So Absolutely. if you can hear us, please type in the chat and say hi, hello, good to see you, and we're going to start. And, you know, I'm probably going to predict that out of the last decade, 2021 is going to be the best year over the last 10 years when it comes to investing in property. I have to agree with you there for sure. Yeah, see, housing markets are gathering pace. But the funny thing is, Four out of the eight capitals are still recording dwelling values that are actually lower than previous peaks. You a lot of people don't realise that, right? So Melbourne homes are still below what they were, right, back in March 2020. Yeah. Sydney needs to go up another 4% to go what it was back in 2017. Yeah. Right? And Perth and Darwin, they're down, you know, Perth's down 20%. Darwin's down 25% of their yeah. peaks, right? So good to see you. Hi, how are you? So, yeah, so look, um, it's fascinating about these stats and that's what I want to go through and talk to people about this because it's important. But, um, you know, what's happening? Well, I'll tell you what's happening. Australian housing prices are tipped to bounce back in 2021. I'm going to go through some of the reasons of what's happening now. You know, it's a new year. There's a lot of new things happening. It's pretty exciting. We've also come out of COVID as well. You know, well, we're coming in, starting, going we're going out. out, we're going in, going out. It's like the hokey pokey. Yeah. <laughs> but also what I'm going to talk about today is why experts buzzing with excitement over Brisbane. Yeah. You know, why is that? Why are they so excited? What's going on? You know, because compared to Sydney and Melbourne, right, Brisbane's market struggled to gain momentum, right? And it just started going in 2020. And then mm -hmm. guess what happened? It tripped over COVID. 
and it stopped it up, right? Mm-hmm. But good things on the horizon because now they've come back in the game bigger and better than ever have. Yeah, you know what I mean? absolutely. And basically, we're seeing a, we're seeing some massive price growth already in some of the pockets around the city. Yes, absolutely. Know? And last few months alone, I've seen so much momentum in there already. It's been crazy because a lot of our members are investing in Brisbane at the moment. And, you know, if you don't know what we've got, we've got a membership program called the Black Belt Investor. And it's like, I don't Well, it's karate. So it's like every time you get a new property, you get a different colour belt, which is a bit of fun. But it's also nice to get a little bit, you know, rewarded from the whole experience, from all the efforts, because investing is not easy. So it's almost like getting your little trophy at the end of it. Exactly. And I think, um, you know, it's always good to be rewarded. And, like, we did a... Uh, quite a long fast. We got rewarded with some food. Belinda's actually <laughs> Belinda's actually fasting at the moment as we speak. Yeah, sure am. I I our weekend I had some dinner tonight, and um, you know, which is the way it is. So there you go. But um, yes. So but tomorrow night we're all going to a yep. little Vietnamese restaurant. Catching up with the Adelaide staff. It's going to be catching I'm up with the Adelaide crew because half, the Adelaide crew because um, most uh, half our crew are in Melbourne, half are in Adelaide. Yeah, and then we've got a few people overseas on our part of our team. We've got about fourteen members of our team around around the place, and um, it's going to be good to catch up with Adelaide people definitely. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so the the thing is with COVID and the lack of immigration. What's happened is that's hit rentals pretty hard. Yeah. Right. And rental has gone down in a lot of places, especially, and I'm going to be talking about units. I've been talking, I've been banging on about units for a long time. I know you always always talk about units. And it's important because so many people are getting we're getting sucked into buying units mm-hmm. and just don't do it unless you know what you're doing. Absolutely. It's okay if you know what you're doing. I can hear a cat in the background. Do you that meow? Yeah, I heard the cat. Yeah. Um <laughs> I live um, on the beachfront and we've had a plane come past over the last week because there was shark, shark patrol. patrol been, been sharks. I had, to, I had to sit looking at a beautiful beach, not able to swim in it for two days. Well, the other day we went for a swim and we're in the water. We're in the water. We went, up to, comes, we went up to about here. And the and plane comes, comes in and starts going, nee, 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 whatever it does. You know. It could have been shark bait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is the thing. Because house, housing prices expect to reach up to 15% in many parts of Australia mm-hmm. over the next four months, they reckon, and this is what they're suggesting, is annual rent's going to go up by two to 5000 per year. Wow. Yes. That's pretty. I know. Those predictions are pretty, right? That's pretty amazing. Well, this is the reality, right? Australia does just not have enough housing supply. We're, we're, yeah. We've got, we've got 25.6 million people, Right. And most of Australia had an undersupply of housing prior to COVID, mm-hmm. right? While this has managed to cause quite a bit of inconvenience for the Australian lifestyle, it's got no ability to dump that extra dwelling for people, right? Yeah. So what they're saying is Australia is massively undersupplied, right? Well, we were actually talking about this a couple of years ago as well. Yes, we were. You know, I mean, it hasn't changed. Well, funny enough, there is a surplus in certain areas. There's the weird part. Yeah. You know where the surplus is? Uh, Melbourne and Sydney. No, yeah. no, no. Melbourne and Sydney, CBD. Wow. Because a lot of people don't live in units. Yeah, look, we're and Australians. now with COVID. Well, now with COVID, it's a bit different as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. Right? But what's happening is Melbourne and Sydney, CBD, their rents are declining. Yeah. Right? But 
the other rents are going up. So it's so, interesting how some place is going to go up and other place is going to go down. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got winners and losers, and that's the whole point. You know what I mean? Like, um, if, for example, if you realise cryptocurrency has been going nuts. Yeah, Bitcoin. Bitcoin's gone up. Yeah. And Bitcoin went crazy, crazy. last week. And, and I look, I'm not big on Bitcoin or stocks or anything else like that. Actually, yeah, yeah. You told me to put some money towards it, and I, I, look, just, I, re, I just put it towards property. And, and let, and let me explain my, my theory on that, right? Basically, I invest in property because property, bricks and mortar, if you if you invest in the bread and butter, that's where you make your money. 90% that's, that's, of millionaires made their money out of property. Yeah. Right? However, and you've never heard the thing safe as Bitcoin or safe as shares. Shares. The safe as houses. houses. Right? Yeah. However, I was saying to people, put half a percent or 1% of your money into Bitcoin. Yeah. It's like gambling and it may go up, may go down. Yep. And it went up quite a bit. It went up heaps. But it, there was a possibility of it going down as well. So what I've done now is I've over over I've gone you know I've gone up about one hundred fifty percent. Yeah. So what I've done now is I've taken fifty percent of my Bitcoin and sold it. Yeah. So all the money I put in, I've got back. So now whatever happens to Bitcoin, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If it keeps going you're, up, great. You're, you're, down, you're already winning. It doesn't matter. And you know? that and what we're going to do is when you when you're investing in in anything, you've got to look at it, your exit strategy. You have to look at um how you're going to do what you're going to do, right? But the predictions are that by 2023, Australia will crack the $1 million median house price. Wow. It's only two and a half, three years ago. It's, it's, not, years it's, ago. it's, only, it's not far. Yeah. yeah. And if anyone knows that even through COVID, even through lockdown, it was possibly, for me, it just went so quick. It went so fast. I would have thought that being in lockdown, you would have been, you know, ticking the clock, but it actually just went so quick. Yep. I mean, we were almost seven months into lockdown in Melbourne, you know. Exactly, so. exactly. And and the funny thing is, I mean, one thing that's recovered well now is a lot of the rural areas when it comes to businesses. We were in the Brossel recently, Brossel Valley. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And every restaurant was packed quite, down. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. You had to book in advance quite a bit for any good restaurant. Yep. And um, wine tastings and all those things. Even wine that, tastings. You, you know, you used to be able to just rock up and, you know, they'd say, yep, you'll be sitting in five minutes. Now it's like big list. Yep. Yeah, and it's the, crazy. And the national survey's in. And basically what they're saying is one in five investors are looking at adding to their portfolio in the next 12 months. Right, they've just been waiting for the economic things to happen. You know what I mean? Well, I suppose it's been a bit kind of crazy with COVID. Yeah, the thing is, if People, you wait too long, well, that's the thing. The Australian property market is likely to grow quickly during the recovery. That's the point. That's you know, right. If you look back at 2009, right, that was just after 2008 global financial crisis. Yep. Unemployment went up to 6%. But housing price increased 19% and for Sydney and 24% for Melbourne between 2010 and 2012. Just in two years. Yeah, wow. Right? Amazing and, stats. And now we've got the record low interest rates. And the thing is, what happens is Sydney, Melbourne, will be to go ahead. Absolutely. And then Brisbane follows. However, what happened was Brisbane was about to follow and then COVID tripped up Brisbane, fell over. And now Brisbane sort of got up, dusted itself off and said, okay, yep. I'm ready to go now. And it's about to run. That's what's yep. been happening. So look, um, you know, part of the George Mikoski property show is if you've got any questions, please go ahead because now's the this time. This is your to chance, ask guys. You because, know, um, absolutely. You know, we're open for questions now. We're going to be talking about questions, question time, and see if anyone's interested. 
Absolutely. Get your um, questions out there, guys. That's right. I'm going to just go onto our Facebook page and see who's on. If Great. you're on, say hello. Say hello. Come and have a chat. Ask some questions. This is your opportunity, guys. I mean, you know, if you if you want to be an expert at something, you need to follow people that do say what they do, you know, and do what they say. Do what they say. So even that. So even that. walks their walk. Walk the walk. And talk the talk. Talk the talk. That's right, exactly. So this is your opportunity to get, you know, some information. Now, how's this stuff with Trump, right? So, look, this is very interesting. I mean, what happened recently in America is unprecedented, where they stormed the Capitol and got in to do It's all crazy doing. over there. Look, it's pretty crazy. And the, what's crazy is the, the how the two sides are so um, against each other. Yeah. You know, you got the... The, the Republicans and Democrats, the Trump supporters and all that sort of thing. And, you know, and Arnold Schwarzenegger recently did a video, interesting video that he did. Yeah, he did. I thought he did a good job. Of that yeah, video, I you know think what I mean? he did a good job Yeah, too. because at the end of the day, but, you know, he was attacking Trump a little bit. And, you know, I think the important thing is that we live in a democracy and That's we want to promote right. democracies and have democracy work as democracy. And... The both sides are pro-democracy, yeah. right? So one side is saying the elections are fake and that's not a real democracy. And the other side is saying the elections are real and you trying to storm the capital is fake, right? <laughs> but if you look at the big picture up what we're looking at, they're both fighting for the same thing but from yeah. a different angle. Absolutely. And that's part of the problem with a lot of things like with COVID as well, with vaxxers, anti-vaxxers, um, Trump supporters, and liberals and you know Democrats. So um, the thing is, how do we reconcile that, and how do we fix that? That's the question. Because you know, just because someone's got a different opinion than you, doesn't mean they're bad people. No. Right. Everyone's got a right to an opinion. Yep, but opinions are a bit like assholes. Everyone's <laughs> got one. And I wasn't going to say that. But, but I was going to say it. Definitely. You were going to say it. I definitely. just prompted you. <laughs> yeah. So look. Um, how has COVID changed the property market? Oh, okay. So how has COVID changed the property market? Good question. Great question. Well, basically what's happened is COVID has reduced supply. Now we talk about the supply and demand ratio. The more supply, that means that prices go down. Yes. Less supply, prices go up. go up. A bit like the iPhone. People line up to get the iPhone. You don't get a discount when you buy an Apple iPhone. No. You just don't. When you buy a brand new Apple product, you're paying full price. You go to the store, Harvey Norman, and you see, you know, HP, huh. 20% off. Um, Samsung. Samsung, everything. Everything's but, on but special. you don't have Apple on special because they've controlled the supply so well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And property is the same thing. When you go oversupply, you're going to get specials. And when you've got undersupply, you're going to pay full price. That's yep. what it is. Absolutely. So the fact of it is COVID has reduced supply. And because of reduced supply, it's going to make it harder for people. That's the fact of it. And a lot of people are still sitting in the fence. And what they're doing is sitting in the fence waiting. But not only that, the banks are not making it easy. 
Yeah. The manks are actually making it very difficult for people. And Make people can't loons. get loons. Lungs. Yeah. Can't get loons. Loons. Can't get loons. <laughs> they're quite like loons. Yes, yeah. But people can't But they're harder because they've got to jump hurdles. That's right. So they're loons. So you can't get loans at the moment. It's very difficult unless you've got a specialist team around you. So what does that mean? This is what it means. It means that at the moment, price is still subdued because you can't get loans very easily. Now, the banks can be fussy because there's so many people that want to buy. Yep. But once all the people that are um, have got the put the effort in to get a loan, the hard the way it's hard, then what's going to happen is then the banks are not going to have as many customers. That's right. And then what's going to happen is the people that could get a loan, they're going to start being able to get a loan get because a loan. the banks will make it easier. Yes. Because the banks, what they do is when everyone wants to get a loan, they make it hard. If no one wants a loan, they're going to make it easy. Because banks are there to lend money. That's the only way they make money. They don't make money any other way. That's what it is. So COVID's changed the property market because it's made loans harder. And because it's made loans harder, it's softened the property market down a little bit and yeah. flattened it out, which is a positive thing if you want to get into the market. Because the challenge is, it's like Dutch skipping ropes. You know, if you don't Double dive Dutch. in... You don't dive in; it's going to be very difficult. You're going to get hit, but if you get in there and you do it the right way, that's boom! Right, you're exactly. you're in there. You're in. And, and the thing is, what happens is people that wait too long, and I've seen this happen over and over again. I've got friends that could have bought two or three properties four years ago, oh. and now they can get zero. Zero. Properties. Yeah. And they can probably never, ever, ever, ever for the rest of their lives into the market. Now imagine that. Imagine being able to get one or two properties or three properties, and then. Suddenly, you can never get a property again for the rest of your life unless you win the lotto or you inherit some money off your parents. Yeah. That would really suck. That's why, you know, people that are taking their time and saving up sometimes can get themselves in trouble. The point is, always, always educate yourself. Always take your time and do it properly. But don't sit on the fence for the rest of your life. Because sitting on the fence is not a good place to be. No, it's the worst place to be. Yes. You know, you're better off going one way or the other. If you're going to sit on the fence, you might as well just say property is not for me. Leave property and do something else. Yeah. That's right. Buy property, then wait. Don't wait to buy property. Exactly. That's the old adage. And Like the buy and hold. It is so true because the, the thing is you're only making money out of property when you've got some. So if you don't have property, you can't make money out of property. No. Number one. Number two, property takes time. So while you're waiting to buy property, it's already going up. Now, remember, we're going, to go, we're going to go back to the beginning, right? And I'm going to answer the question, why ordinary Aussies are compelled to invest in property or watch savings dwindle? Now, this is the one thing, if, you, if you're not going to listen to anything else I say tonight, this is the one thing you need to really focus on, okay? So there's a thing called inflation, Right? And inflation is when governments print money. Now, what's been happening recently in America, in Europe, in Australia, everywhere? What have the governments been doing? They've been printing shit loads of, of money, right? So supply and demand. We've got more supply of money. So what does that do to the price of money? It lowers it. it down. That's right. Because money is like property. So if you have an oversupply of properties, it's going to reduce the, the price, price of properties. The property. You've got an oversupply of sneakers. 
night sneakers, it's going to go down. If Absolutely. they if they make too many iPhones, guess what's going to happen? Gonna, yeah, it's yes, going to go down. Yes. So this is the weird thing. Even money can have a supply and oversupply. Yes. Right. And what's happening at the moment? We've got an oversupply of money. Yes. Because money is super cheap. It's so so cheap. Yes. So if you've got money in the bank, then your money is shrinking super fast. And that's a worry. So if I've got money, hi, Michael, how are you? Thank you for joining us. So if you've got money in the bank, seriously, I'd be panicking. I'd be thinking, shit, what do I do? I'd really get my shit together and worry about it. Because the reason being is when they're printing all this money, your money's shrinking. So if yep. you've got a million dollars in the bank today, in 12 months' time, that million dollars purchasing power is going to go down quite a bit, right? So your purchasing power's gone down. Yes. And that's the problem because let's say a house worth 500 now and it goes up 7%, that's $35,000, right? So if I've got $500,000 in the bank account now, in 12 months' time, I've lost 35 grand. That's shocking. At least, if not more. People just don't get that concept. Yes. They really don't. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I've spoken to people that I bump, you know, that have put had so much money sitting in a bank account, but it's doing absolutely nothing for them. What what what's, what are you getting in bank? One percent, two percent? Whereas you can invest it in property, and and, and we're, we're getting some of our members are getting thirty five to seventy percent return on their properties, right? This is per year, like, and and these might this might sound massive to you, might sound huge, but that's the fact of it. Yes. I mean, we've got people buying properties, costing them nothing. They're making a profit from day one. And they're making 30%, 35%, 7%, whatever. It doesn't matter. And the great thing is they're leveraging. And then they're leveraging off that later on down the track. Yes, exactly. You can't leverage on money that's sitting in a bank account. And I mean, you can't do anything with it. It just sits there. I recently had a member that reached out to me. He joins our program four years ago, Mm -hmm. right? And he hasn't bought any investment properties yet. He's like, George, I'm thinking about starting again. Lovely guy, lovely guy. But um, he's always had, he's been trigger shy. Every time he's about to go, uh, he starts overthinking and go, oh, my yep. God, is it the right property? Is it perfect? Yeah, his yeah, wife yeah, talks yeah, to yeah, his yeah, wife, yeah. goes, oh, maybe no. And then he stops, right? And what's been happening, though, is he's had all this money in cash, right? So he's got like, you, you don't know his name, so I can talk about his situation. He's got $350,000 cash in his bank account, which he's had here for four years. Wow. Now, that's shrunk. Yes, because the properties that he could have bought for three fifty there, they're worth about five hundred now. Yes, right. So it shrunk, but also because with property you can multiply things. Yep, with three hundred fifty thousand, you can probably let's say potentially buy three to four properties, maybe five at a push over yep. four years. Yep, five properties. Properties double every seven to ten years. So over five years, let's say they've only gone up twenty percent, right? What's that? Do the maths. Right. Do the maths, 20%. So 400,000 times 0. 0.2, 80,000 times 4. That's 320,000, right? And we haven't even doubled the property yet because once they double, that's where you make your real money. Because what happens is if you buy a $400,000 property, you don't have to pay it off. And that's what people get wrong, right? A lot of people, what they do is they buy a property, then they don't go out for dinner and they don't go do anything. My parents did this. Yeah. Right? They just work overtime and keep trying to pay off the thing. But the thing is, you can't beat inflation. 
No. So, what I do, so what I do is I buy a property and I let inflation do all the work. <laughs> Actually, I let the property, the tax, tax man, the tenant, tenant the, the, the property manager, the bank, everything, all that, everyone doing it all the work for me. And I just sit back and let it do its thing. Because let's say if you buy a property worth 500000 and it doubles in 10 years and you make 500000 Yes. Now, whatever job you're doing out there, calculate how much money you save per week. How long would it take you to save 500000 I bet you it's going to be a lot harder oh. than me making money out of property. Yep. I mean, last year I made a million dollars just in one year out of property. I'm not mm. saying that to, you know, to impress you. I want to impress upon you the power of compounding interest. Correct. Einstein said it was the seventh wonder of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Exactly. And um, how do you overcome analysis paralysis? Very good question. Great question. Okay, so look, this is where people get caught up. And the reason being is most people find investing in property difficult because they don't understand the fundamentals, right? Once you understand the fundamentals, it's actually very simple. So analysis and paralysis happens for one main reason, lack of confidence, but also lack of education and not um, knowing the basic facts on how to do it and what to do, right? So... The number one way to do it right so the way to number one way to do it is to really invest in yourself and the way to invest the i really think the number one investment you can make is yourself anyway right always so i really think what you need to do is invest in yourself <laughs> and learn how to do it because what most people lack these days is the modern day financial education right and see the rich do it one way, the poor do it the other way, right? And the fact of it is, act like a rich person, not a poor person, because that's the way you're going to do it. You're not going to, you're not going to become rich by doing things that poor people do. You're going to become rich by doing what rich people do. So, I've never seen anyone who has become wealthy do it just by chance I'm not doing the right principles about learning how to do it and what to do. So what I suggest you do is invest in yourself. That's the number one thing. And once you invest in yourself, then you can do what you need to do. And seriously, what I would do if I was you, if you haven't done this yet, is on the 18th of January, we're doing a 14-day challenge. Woohoo! And Christina, if you don't mind posting the link, well, actually, if you just type in the word challenge in the comments, guys, right? So just like this. Challenge, and then what I'll do is I'll send you the details on the challenge, and I'm going to be personally running this challenge for 14 days, and it's called the Million Dollar Game Plan Challenge, the Freedom Free Property Challenge. And basically, what it's going to do is help you create a million dollar game plan and really get on top of your game. It's going to be very exciting. It's really going to develop you to the next level. You know, if anyone out there that's interested in investing. To do that challenge yes. is the before, first. Yeah, before you don't think, invest in anything. Don't even invest. Don't in anything. go there. Just do the challenge. Do your research. Do the research. Understand it first. Oh, Michael's already signed up. Well done, Michael. Yay! I'll good see on. you the eighteenth, mate. Very good. Good yeah, on you. So look, um, and basically, also another thing you can do is join us Wednesday nights and ask questions. Yeah. You know, if you've got any questions, just type them in. Say, hey, how you doing? This is my question, and we'll answer them for you because I'm I'm giving free advice every Wednesday 
on this sort of stuff. But during the challenge, I'm giving in a lot more value because there's so much more there and you're going to really learn everything you need to learn, which is very important. Yeah. And um, that's the way to do it. But we're doing a 14-day challenge on the 18th of January. We've had our graduation of last year, that yeah, challenge. and it's great. They've done very, very well. I'm and very I, I can tell you the graduates that are coming out, they're actually saying that they thought they knew the industry, they thought they knew the property market, but they've just been given the real source of exactly the information they need yeah. and, and what, what it's I, blown their mind. And it what really I do has. during the challenge is I actually start you off a little step at a time. So you start off nice and easy, a little 20-minute assignment, little, little mission, then 30-minute mission. They go up to an hour mission and then you get, a little, you get a little mission each day and you complete the mission. And if you have any problems or challenges of the mission, I actually... In, the, in a private Facebook group, go through it and help you go through it. Which is great. Because I want to make sure that every single person actually completes the challenge as well. Yep. Right? And we do 100% money back guarantee on the challenge because that's how confident I am with it, you know. Look, absolutely. I mean, I did a real estate course and got my real estate licence and it was boring. It didn't really, oh, look, you know. When it comes to... Um, Property. When it comes to knowing property, real estate agents don't know much about property. They don't. They know how to sell property. Yeah, correct. That's about it. They don't know how to buy because, you know what, you make your money when you buy, not when you sell. Yeah. That's the key in learning how to buy, what to buy, when to buy is the most important thing. Absolutely. And it's, uh, yeah, so we've had so much great feedback from those um, last graduates. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm you know, we've been personally dealing with a few of them after the challenge because, now they know the questions they really need to ask. Exactly, exactly. Because until you do the challenge, you may not even know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. No. <laughs> yeah. Right? So it. there's the How known... do you know if you don't know? Well, like that guy in America who said there's the known knowns, right? There's yes. What, we know what we know. Know what we know. And then there's things we know what we don't know. Know what we don't know. Yes, we know some things we don't know. Yeah, of course, absolutely. But then there's the things we don't, don't know, know that we don't, don't know. know. Now, that's the one, that's the hard part. <laughs> if you don't know what you don't know, right? And you don't know what you don't know. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it's all about. So, guys, if anyone's got any last questions before we finish tonight, please let me know. This is your chance. We'll be Absolutely. going half an hour, and this is a half an hour of power. Half an hour of power, yep. pants. Now, guys, make sure that you put it in your diary that every Wednesday you come alive. But what I suggest you do is actually get a list of questions that you need. And that was going to make it even better for you. Absolutely. And look, if you're really passionate about property, you know, you should have your little notebook next to your bed. And look, and when you, you come you up with these great questions, yeah, write you them you down. Don't, you don't need to be passionate about property, right? All you need to be passionate is financial freedom. Okay. Yes, right? of course. Because, because property is our vehicle. Yeah. I'm not, look, like, I love property. I'm, since I was a little kid, since I was seven, I played Monopoly. I loved it. When I heard you could play it in real life, I was like, yes. Can't believe it. Bring it on. And see, I watched my parents struggle to make ends meet. Yes. Michael just wrote, this is very nice. So I already signed up. So So I just signed up three days ago. Days ago before starting the course. I've already learned a couple of tips and tricks. Money well invested. Thank you so much, Michael. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And um, when I found out that you could. You can play Monopoly in real life. I was excited by that. And watching my parents struggle to make ends meet, I knew from a young age it was up to me. You know what I mean? And I knew I was never going to inherit a fortune. 
Absolutely. Or anything like that. I mean, and you know what? That makes you a bit tougher sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Well, look, you know, um, you know, your parents are lovely, but, you know, they came straight from a village, you know, to Australia. Yeah. So yeah. they don't have that, that background. You've yeah. had to learn it all yourself. Exactly, exactly. And the thing is, I mean, and I did, and I made a lot of mistakes on the way through. And what happened was I didn't just be born a good property investor. A lot of people go, George, your parents must be so good at business or property. They're loaded. No, no, look, my father drove taxis. My mum was worked, was at home, right? Yes. And they weren't loaded at all. And I didn't learn any business or property of them. But I knew from a young age property was to be for me. And um, what happened was I made a lot of mistakes. And in the end, I, I, was, I grew up in the era back in the 90s when I was investing in property. You know, where you're negative gear. So you buy a property minus 300, buy another property minus 200. So I was negative gearing and working. Like seven days, a, yes. eight days a week. Because yeah, if you include the nights. Right? And the thing is, it wasn't working for me, right? And I had two choices. I had two doors. One was to quit property. Yep. The other door was to really work property out. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And guess which one I chose, guys? <laughs> yes. Well, he's yeah. here right so, now. Yeah, exactly. So I chose to work property out. And the reason being was quitting was an option for me. Yes. Because if you quit, you're guaranteed to lose, aren't you? Oh, you're guaranteed nothing. Well, really. you're guaranteed to lose yeah, if you quit. Lose. <laughs> you, of course. You can't win quitting, right? So anyway, so I decided, and that's when I made the million-dollar decision. And number one, I made, it was actually three decisions. The first decision was to really work property out, right, and work the stuff out so I knew, make it work for me, not me work for it. And number two, I decided to ignore everyone else out there giving property advice. There's so many people out there talking about all these fancy schemes and things like that, but they didn't walk the walk. No. You know, they weren't property investors themselves, but they're trying to teach me how to invest in property. And the third thing I did is find investors, people that actually knew what they're doing and actually had results. Yeah. You know, and I went on a journey and I went around the world looking for people like that. Yeah. You know, mainly Australia, but there were some people. I, there was one guy I went to Florida who made his money out of um, property, and I went and visit him. And he's one that broke the formula mile. So I thought, if this guy can do it, why can't I do it? Correct. Yeah, this guy was younger than me, living in Miami, making money out of Australian real estate. Yeah. He's from Melbourne and just cruising around, having a ball, great guy, having a great life. And I was thinking, if he can do it, I can do it. Of course. I was absolutely. thinking, I was thinking, if he can make $100,000 passive income, why can't I make 50? I know, absolutely. Because right? I would have been happy with 50, but I ended up making 180. <laughs> High five. Yeah, excellent. Well done. And Look, and when I started making 180 grand a year, passive, without getting out of bed, that's when I quit work, quit my businesses because your I properties, well, your properties were churning for and, you. And the thing is, once you create passive income, because a lot of people go, George, if you're so rich, why do you work? And I'll but explain you, it. <laughs> you don't really work though. Well, this is what I'm doing right now. This is, this what, is part of my this work. This is part of his work. Yes. And empowering call, other people and if you call to this get ahead work, with property. Exactly. If you call this work, is that work? No, it's not. I've done a few nine to five jobs in my life and I can tell you straight out this is not work. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, um, I really love what I do. I really enjoy it. Because our our unstoppable dream, our unstoppable mission is to empower ten thousand Australians to create financial freedom through investing in property. 10,000. Using the Mikoski method. You know what I mean? Because what it. I've done is I've codified it. I've made it simple step by step and it works. Yep, and absolutely. the thing is, how do I know it's worked? We've got over 2,000 members of Australia wide 
who are extremely successful and extremely grateful. And they're doing, so, yeah, this, absolutely. Right? And that's the fact of it. We've got an awesome community. It's fantastic. It's... Going back to this guy that I just spoke to recently. Yep. Yeah, yeah, 350000 Three fifty in the didn't, bank. Didn't invest Didn't in do anything. Right? Go back to this guy. Yep. And now, so. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but... but anyway, so another, another member, Christina's auntie, she joined about three years ago after him. Yes. Makes third of the single, money. What is it, single mum? With two kids. Two kids. And when she... Listen in, to that, makes, ladies and gentlemen. She makes less than 50 grand a year. Yeah. Right? Anyway, but she has got a lot of tenacity, yeah. very strong will. She's got a big heart. Yeah. And she just listened. She's paid off her mortgage completely and utterly in three years. She's got investment property has gone up 80 That's grand. fantastic. Positive. I love hearing those but success you know what? stories. The beautiful part about it is, is I love it when really good people do well. Yeah, I love it, and people that deserve it, because you know, especially cause, yeah, cause we've got a no dickheads policy. <laughs> yeah, right? that's and it. Excuse the language, but it's true. So I actually won't let someone who is a dick to join our program anyway. No, because I don't yeah. want to help people that are dicks, and they're not appreciative. Yeah, exactly, and they so, haven't got the right attitude. No, so right, really, right. go find another property group. Exactly, because I, I don't need the money. I don't care, no. and I want to help people that want to be helped. And I'm going to create 10,000 property millionaires. They're going to be all cool people, really good people that we can party with. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. That's what we want to do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, it's going to be a lot more fun. So, guys, you know, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I really appreciate it. And, look, we're going to come here every Wednesday. We're going to come live. If you're listening to the podcast, come to our group, Positive Property Club. Absolutely. If you're come in on the group, down. If you're in the group, join our podcast. So that yeah. way you've got little George talking your ear while you're driving. You know, you're driving to work, you've got me to motivate you to do property. Why not? It's good fun, right? So, guys, <laughs> Absolutely. great having a chat to you. Enjoy your Wednesday night and look forward to seeing you next Wednesday night. Thank you so much for everything. Cheers. Ciao, Bye. guys. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for all our listeners around the world. If you found this podcast valuable, please share with someone that might find this useful and please join our tribe of purpose-driven investors, increasing income and impact in our Facebook group, Positive Property. Please note, with a multi-million dollar property portfolio and a passive income, I've become incredibly successful at investing in property. The fact of it is, however, many people may find investing in property challenging. It's not easy, and it takes a lot of hard work. However, becoming educated to make an informed decision and having the right advisors gives you the tools you need to succeed. The most important part of this formula, however, is to actually take action and apply that knowledge. It is important to understand the information I share is of a general nature only and is not taking into account your unique circumstances. If you're considering investing in any asset class, you need to seek the advice of an independent professional advisor who will be able to look at your specific situation. Be sure your advisor has actually achieved the kind of results you're seeking. Many won't have, so beware. We've taken great care putting those educational resources together. We'd be surprised if you didn't find any errors or omissions. If you do, our legal team says we have to say we're not responsible for those. In fact, as with all things, even your success, we're not responsible. That responsibility always has and always will come down to you and the actions you take. We're passionate about supporting you in that process and helping you increase your ability to create wealth, live the life you desire, provide all the things you dream of for you and your family. Thank you.